hello from Denmark. Just afternoon now, just after lunch. And I want to welcome you whatever time of the day or night that you watch this. And wow, what a time, what a time um, we're in. Today, I wanted to share with you um, some teachings that I got from Ascended Master Sarah, who is my spiritual teacher and mentor, because they are for reimagining the world. Um, I shared a quote from Alberto Velodo, some of you might have seen on Facebook, about dreaming the dream, dreaming the new world, dreaming it into being. And it's a beautiful quote. Um, and it just came to me a few weeks ago when all this started happening. And also because prior to that, I had a lot of concerns about the environment. And prior to that, I had a lot of concerns about Brexit. And it's kind of gone on in a continuous stream. And now it's reached a crescendo with the coronavirus. So um, I know we're all in different situations now. Here in Denmark, we've been um, shut down, but it'll be two weeks on Thursday. Um, I have my husband at home working. He's just been teaching for the last four hours, teaching his university students from the room next to me. Um, and we have our special needs son, Benji, home with us as well. So I haven't had as much time as I would have liked to um, have prepared this, but this is all um, material I've been using for years. So I'm just winging it <laughs> to a certain extent. But um, I just want to acknowledge that there is a lot of stress and anxiety around. It's a very biological thing, deep instinct um, to be afraid of infectious illness. So, you know, this is something that we can work with today with the violet flame and with the things I'm going to teach you. But you can also use this technique for anything, for anything you, you want to reimagine. So I thought I would just start with a violet flame cleansing just to help clear I can get to certain states of calm in the day when I read the news that all goes <laughs> I'm in a state of stress and you know I do want to keep up with what's happening around the world um, so that I know where to send prayers but I'm you know I'm just keeping it to once a day and, and not too long but um Sarah has a vibration of violet flame that um, is very special to her. Actually, many of us carry a specific vibration of violet flame. I love the violet flame. I was working with it for many years before I met and started working with Sarah. And her violet flame, it's very good for cleansing stuff that needs to go into like an ascension vibration. Um, I might talk a little bit more about that because she's really stepping closer at the moment. Some really, really interesting things are happening. And I'm going to be doing a workshop on Sunday for those of you that are interested to work with these things on a personal level. Today, we're working with them on a global level, on a collective level. Um, so, yeah, the violet flame, you don't have to like be attuned to this or know it or anything. The fact that I'm saying Sarah's violet flame. You're going to think Sarah's violet flame. That will be enough for you to draw that vibration to you. So we're going to cleanse ourselves 
with it first. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what we're doing today. But first of all, I just wanted us to sort of come down, myself included, just come down like a few ground a bit. Okay. So um, if you can, wherever you are, put your feet flat on the floor. Take some nice deep breaths. Just feel yourself in your body. Feel the space that your body occupies. And then I want you to imagine that you are breathing in ascended Master Sarah's violet flame. It can look like a beautiful lilac colour, can also be a strong purple, depending on what you need. Breathe this violet flame in through the bottom of your feet. And then take a nice deep breath. Breathe up through your body, up through your legs, up through your hips. And just have the intention that you are cleansing yourself as you do this. Just letting go of anything you don't need. Breathing it in all the way up through your back and stomach and chest. Take a nice deep breath. Breathing it down through your arms and hands. Perhaps you can already feel yourself like starting to drop down a bit. Breathing in Sarah's violet flame all the way up to your neck and head especially your face and eyes and ears and brain. If you need to, I didn't mention it specifically, breathe some into your solar plexus. Working overtime for many of us at the moment. That's it. Just feel yourself starting breathing calm now just for now breathing out any stress or tension just letting go that's it just move anything that feels stressed or tense tell any sort of faces that help you get that stress and tension out So what I'm going to teach you today is a little metaphysical technique that you can add to any like prayers or meditation or visualizations that you do for sending out, you know, healing into the world. If you're imagining how things can be. And I'll just give you a little bit of background. Years ago, um, I was looking for the original channeling took me a while it was in 2008 I found it on my computer today and I used to run a group called the new earth group and we worked with like bringing in higher truths and energies and then grounding them into the earth grid to prepare the way for 2012 and this particular evening I had prepared a um like meditation energy exercise where you went out 
and you connected to your higher self and you went in and you connected to your the center of yourself so like kind of like your soul or the divine inside yourself and then you held them both in your consciousness at the same time and what started to happen was that a few of us and I'd experienced this during the week while I'd been preparing the material started to experience this sensation just underneath our heart centers and I was really wowed by this because I hadn't mentioned to anybody that I'd experienced this while I'd been doing the meditations. And then when we did it together, a couple of other people in the group also said the same thing. And then um, I did some channeling afterwards and I asked Sarah the question or someone else asked Sarah the question, um, you know, what does it mean? Is this a new energy center? Anyway, she talked about how this was a center of everything and nothing. Quite interesting. Um, I'll post it up on my profile um, if you want to see it. And that this was the place where everything was being created and destroyed in each moment, which is like, oh, that sounds like, you know, the creative process. Anyway, she said a few more things and then I went away and I was really intrigued by this. And I went away and I looked up a few books that I had and I found one fairly recently new book. And it was Thomas Ashley Ferrand, who was an amazing like chant master in Sanskrit. And he talked about this um, it's very ancient knowledge. Um, he talked about Hri Padma. It's H-R-I-T. That's one word. And then P-A-D-M-A, which translates to Sacred Lotus of the Heart. And in that sort of um, branch of Hinduism, they believe that this is where your divine spark is held in the body. And I was like, oh, it just fitted with the channeling that we've done. And I was really wow, because I was like, wow, you know, we experienced this thing because it's really there. <laughs> and that was just, you know, amazing. And I believe personally that this is a center some, it's sometimes called a chakra, but it's it's not really. I think we say that because we don't know what else to call it, but it's like it's there and it's not there. <laughs> it's like in another dimension, you know. Well, I won't I won't go on. I could talk about this for ages. I won't I won't because that's not what we're we're doing today. But the point I'm making is I believe that we are coming in, stepping into a time now where we are learning how to use this, but we're right at the beginning of the journey. But we can use it to augment our imaginations of what we want to create so powerfully. It's like giving them special magic juice. So very easy to learn how to work with it. But of course, it's a practice. And Things are called a practice because it means that you have to practice them in order to become proficient. But the practice itself is really, really simple. So if you were to imagine like where your heart center is and then imagine where your solar plexus is and then imagine the place where the two meet. And it will just be, if you can see that, sort of under here. It's just a few fingers widths underneath your heart center. And don't worry if you haven't got it exactly right. 
I mean, you probably have, but if you have the intent, that, that counts for a lot. And as you start to work with it, you can often start to feel it anyway. And all you need to do is just breathe in and out of this space. So just practice that for a few breaths now. Just breathe and in. Breathing out. And a really nice mantra to repeat while you're doing this. Well, there's two I can give you, actually. One's in English, one's in Sanskrit. All is well is the first one. All is well. And you can say that in your head or out loud as you breathe in and breathe out. So you're focusing on a point just above your solar plexus. So if you imagine there's a sort of circle of energy where your solar plexus is that radiates out and a circle of energy where your heart center, your heart chakra energy sort of radiates out into a circle. And then the point where the two meet just underneath your heart center, just breathe into that. And that is where your divine spark is. Now doing this, there's a shell around our Hrit Padma. There's a shell around our divine spark. And that is held up. That is created by everything within us that is not of the divine. So all of the things that we believe that aren't in accordance with divine truth, that's what sit around the Hrit Padma, our divine spark. So when we get to the day where we've got to that point on our journey where we've dissolved a lot of that, that light will just shine out and we'll be like being our higher selves on the earth. And that's the point where humanity is coming to. So there's a lot of ways of explaining these things. This is my way of understanding it. This is my way of explaining it. It's not the whole truth, not the truth. This is just, you know, my point my way of seeing where the tail on the, the donkey is, if you know that old um, Jewish story. But um, just keep breathing in and out of the Hrit Padma. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what we're going to do next. Take a bit of water. Okay. So one of the exercises we used to do at the end of the New Earth group that I used to run was at the end of it, we'd sit in around in a circle and I would get a little globe or an atlas. Is that a globe? I think the atlas is the flat one, isn't it? Globe of the earth and put it in the centre of the circle and we would, you know, all sit and look at it. And then we would think about, I would invite people to think about the things that really kind of niggle them what their what was their what's that expression bugbear is that right so for example like my thing is I get really upset about dolphins and whales orcas um orcas um around America and Canada are often so full of toxins when they die and land on the beach that they have to be treated as like biological hazardous waste and you know I get really upset about how toxic the seas are and you know every now and then I'll make a meditation or do prayers and things like that other people can get really upset about 
animals and how they're being treated or it can be about capitalism or like right now there's a lot of stuff about the coronavirus but I suppose I'm talking about sort of global concerns could be anything overpopulation world politics um but I suppose those sort of things that you know what they are (laughs) they're the ones that really grab you yeah and I believe we have those things actually because we can bring healing to them. So I have that thing about orcas and whales because something in me has a personal connection and because I personally need to bring some healing to it. So I want you to think about a thing that gets you on the world stage, okay? And kind of the worse you feel about it the better this might sound a bit strange to you but it'll all become clear in a moment so the most fearful upset angry negative that you feel about it good (laughs) okay pick the worst thing you can think of all right and just sit and be with that for a moment just let it just let yourself have those feelings all right So I'm going to pick something to think about. What can I think about? Okay. And also you can let yourself be as judgmental. Don't worry about being judgmental in this. You really got to give yourself free reign because this is alchemy that we're doing and it's powerful. Let yourself be what you are. Let yourself feel what you'll feel. Don't judge for yourself being judgmental. Don't judge yourself like, oh, I can't think that. That's a wrong thought. Have it. Let it be there. Breathe into it. Uh, Yeah, I've got a good one. I won't tell you what it is, but I am being judgmental. (laughs) Now, I want you to think of the perfect opposite of that. So if you were thinking like I'll go back to my orca thing if you're thinking about how awful that is or you could be thinking about how awful that is that the seas are so toxic then the polar opposite of that is to imagine wow how amazing it would be for the seas to be pure and pristine and clean okay so we're going to do this for a few moments and then I'm going to explain to you how this works okay so think of your negative negative thing switch it into the polar opposite okay and all the time start breathing into your creep padma that all is well all is well all is well just have this picture of this polar opposite in your head so if your negative thing was in the positive what would it look like? And just keep breathing in and out of your Khrit Padma. How would the world change if it was like that? What would the world look like? What would the world feel like to you? How would it feel in your body if the world was this polar positive And then keep doing that affirmation, all is well. All is well. 
all is well. And maybe you want to pick another one because we've probably got a few right now. Or maybe you want to just keep with the same one. And actually, while you're doing this, you can keep flipping in between the negative and the positive, the negative and the positive, all the while you're breathing into the, the Khrit Padma, while you're imagining the positive. Don't breathe into it while I'm imagining the negative, but it would just cleanse it anyway, I think. Yeah. Think of your thing that you want to transmute, that you want to alchemize. Think of it in the positive. If it's a politician that you're thinking about, you could think about the things that they would say, the decisions that they would make, how good that would go. I'm giving away now, I'm giving away now what I was thinking. <laughs> And breathe into your heat, Padma, and say, all is well. All is well. All is well. Now, that practice of breathing into the heat, Padma, and saying, all is well, it has two effects. One, it aligns you to divine truth. Because the divine truth is that no matter how things look, Everything is always well. All is well on the level of divine truth. The second thing that it does, and it helps you feel that and embody that more, because that's what we all need to do, isn't it? It's a practice. We all need to move closer to that. And it's a practice. We get there, we fall away. We get there, we fall away. Or we get nearer to it, we fall away. <laughs> we get nearer to it, we fall away. And then the second effect that it has is that your subconscious mind is hearing that all is well, all is well, all is well. And so it starts to think of ways that you can move towards that reality of all is well. And it will find ways to manifest that in your life. And that's where the Hri Padma comes in. The Hri Padma, that energy of the divine spark, is actually the place where you create everything from. So that's where the extra magical juice is coming from. So the more you practice working with your Hrit Padma, the more powerful it will become, the more you will be aligned to divine truth, and the more we will all together be able to dream a new world into being, which is where we are right now. We are at a place where, yeah, we can turn the tide by creating a new ethereal reality. Yeah, of course we have to do things. We have to do stuff. We have to do physical stuff. We have to make things happen. We have to make it so. But first of all, we have to create the energetic reality that makes it possible. But also it's a combined effort, all of those things. So I'm just gonna look at my notes. So it's a nice thing when you're doing this. I should have mentioned this earlier, but I forgot. It's a nice thing when you're doing this practice 
to imagine that we're all sitting in a circle together, just like I used to and we used to in my old New Earth group, with the earth in the centre and we're all looking at her and all our efforts are adding up together. Because like individually, you sort of think, well, what difference does it make? I do this bit. But then when you imagine this whole collective of us doing this and all the other things that other people do in, it adds up. There's quite a lot of us now doing this stuff. It really, really adds up. And we are making a difference. And the things we do, do make a difference. And like, even more so now, when we're really in the midst of things, this is when we can do the most work. And also with ourselves, with our own personal energy bodies, because it's really shocking what's going on. It shakes up our energy integrity, which actually means that right now, there's this huge potential for change. So that's another reason why I wanted to teach the workshop on Sunday. So I teach an online class on Learn It Live. Um, I will put the link in the notes underneath and it's recorded. So if you can't make it at the time, I'm teaching it Sunday evening, that's Central European time at 7 until 9pm. If you can't make that, you can watch the recorded class afterwards. Um, also, if you've watched this, um, I'm including a 25% discount code underneath as well. So um, it's going to be $33 and you'll get a discount off it. And I will be teaching um, some more of the Sarah healing techniques that I've learned over the years. It's really interesting. The last, since the beginning of last year in 2019, um, I've been working with Sarah's violet flame, like some mad obsessed being. And um, Sarah taught us a technique of um, growing, like clearing spirals. We call them violet flame, Sarah's violet flame temples. And you actually grow them into the ground. They grow energetically and then they clear the landscape where you live. And I've just been obsessed. I've just been working with that like nonstop since the beginning of last year. And Recently, someone said, do you remember when you taught us about Sarah's healing? And we were working with the flame. And this is like, because the violet flames are clearing things. Sarah actually has her own, like this beautiful, beautiful energy. It's all oneness and it's just gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, no, I haven't worked with that for years. Because when I started working with Sarah, it's quite interesting it was like, so if you imagine like a stone being thrown into water and it sends out those, you throw a stone in and then it sends out these concentric circles that just move out and out and out. When I first started working with Sarah, I could tell it was like the stone had been thrown in and then these circles of like light and wisdom and information and knowledge are like spreading out across time and space. And they were like coming back to us in 2008 when we were doing this group, I think 2006 was the first time she sort of appeared to me. And it was coming back from a future time. And it was like, wow, she's not fully here yet. And then the last couple of weeks since this coronavirus thing hit, actually that healing flame light has been coming back in again. The healing's not the right word, it's an ascension flame really. 
but ascension's not the right word either. We just don't have the like the words. You know, you have to say these things in light language or something, probably. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be teaching some of these things that I taught back then, but were actually um, well, not necessarily in 2008. Could have been 2009, 2010. I don't know. I've been doing these things for years now, and it's all sort of getting a bit blurry in my head. And um, it's just so it's just coming back right now. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> didn't know that was going to didn't know that was going to happen. I knew it's going to happen at some point, but for it to be happening right now in the middle of this, it's like, OK, interesting. So if you want to work more with Sarah's healing energies and techniques and also like dreaming your dream into being have a look at what I'm doing Sunday. Um, but otherwise, you know, thank you for being here. I think I will just do a little channel in from Sarah. You can see the picture behind me. I don't know how much you can, how much that's coming across, but um, Cheryl Rose Hall painted that for me and she's very alive in it. You know, <laughs> I can sort of look at her and get completely different energies and different moods and, um, information and, and all sorts. It's I, lo I love to have a, a painting of her. Um, I'll I'll shut up now and <laughs> let Sarah talk for a few minutes. So I'll go quiet for a couple of minutes and then I'll open up and I'll let Sarah speak and we'll see what she has to say. And then that'll be it for today. But thank you for joining me. Um, I'll probably just cut it off at the end because I'm always a bit like after I've channeled and um I don't think there was anything else I wanted to say I'll put it in underneath if there was anyway so all right shutting up now <sighs> welcome I am Sarah Allow me to send you my rays of light in beautiful, divine, creamy, gold, white, beautiful flame of light. The earth is grounding the divine plan so deeply right now. And this pause you are in is so profoundly supporting that process. My heart goes out to all of you with great compassion who are experiencing suffering or whose friends and family are experiencing suffering because their suffering is our own, is it not? Call upon me, my mother, Mary Magdalene, and my father, Yeshua, when you have need. We can lend you our strength and love and resilience. This is a great time of testing. You must bring out 
all of your power tools that you have learned. Take many, many deep breaths and make sure that first and foremost to practice being kind and compassionate to yourselves. Each time you catch sight of yourself in the mirror or wash your hands, make these small things acts of kindness towards yourself to just take a moment to breathe and give yourself love. There is no way for you to experience no stress, no fear, no anxiety, because no matter how enlightened your consciousness is, your physical body has an instinct to protect itself in these situations. And you must also love yourself for that as well. I am Sarah, and I tell you that at this moment, there is a higher purpose to what is happening on the earth. There is a goal that is for the benefit of all beings and for the earth. Your bodies are made of the earth. You and the earth are one. And your spirits are becoming more and more filled with light. Each day that continues in the weeks and months ahead. My love is with you. My blessings are upon you. Blessed be, blessed be, blessed be. Amen. <laughs>